Welcome to another installment of The Chronicles of Gadget and Cadfile, a series of stories told to me, Tosh Mafuni, by Brother Cadfile, a gnome monk who has retired to the Tien Monastery, about his amazing adventures with Gadget, a gnomish engineer who has a knack for getting involved in some real mysteries around Azeroth. Hello, Brother Cadfile? Are you home? Well, well, Tashmafoni, how, how wonderful to see you. I was just about to have my afternoon tea. Would you care to join me? I have some wonderful cupcakes that I recently got from Den Den. Yes, yes, tea sounds wonderful, but <laughs> um, I think I'll pass on the cupcakes. Are you certain? They're the newest thing. Kelly's cupcakes, and they are just delicious. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. But let's just say they didn't exactly agree with me. But you know, I didn't just come by for tea. It's been a little while since we heard one of your adventures with Gadget. Indeed, it has been. And as it happens, I recently returned from just such an adventure on the Dragon Isles. Would you and your listeners care to hear about it? Oh, absolutely, yes. Very good, then. Let's see where to begin. Unlike our rainy day here today, it was a bright sunny day a couple of weeks ago, and I was in the Ring of Balance here at the monastery, attending to the novices' usual minor injuries, when a large dark shadow passed across the floor of the arena. I craned my neck up and around to see what could have been passing over to cast such a shadow, and a splash of bright pink color perched atop a bronze drake caught my eye. The drake circled once and lit into the center of the arena, scattering the alarmed novices. Hello, Cadfile, Gadget called as she hopped down from the drake, her smile and eyes sparkling in the sun. Hello to you, Gadget, I replied, and we clasped hands warmly. What brings you here today? Gadget laughed and said, What? Do I need some excuse to pay a visit to my dearest friend? I gave her a doubting look, and she replied with a chagrined smile. You know me too well, dear fellow. I come to solicit your aid in an adventure that requires your healing arts. As a healer, I was immediately attentive and began packing up my healing bag as I said, Of course, of course. If someone needs healing, we must attend right away. Gadget clapped me heartily on the shoulder. Stout fellow, I knew I could count on you. And we were off immediately, mounted on Gadget's lovely cliffside wilder drake. I gripped Gadget's waist as the drake's powerful golden wings propelled us up into the air and onwards towards Powdon Village. I shouted over the wind into Gadget's ear. I say, Gadget... Is this the same drake we rode on the Onaran Plains? I don't recall those majestic horns. Gadget turned her head towards me, her soft pink hair brushing my cheek and setting my heart aflutter, and shouted back to me, Same drake, Cadfile, but new horns. I hope someday to be able to make her pink. A fast flight to Powdown Village and two portal transfers later, found us in the majestic city of Valdraken. 
we landed on the edge of a busy square, bustling with activity and commerce between every race in Azeroth. Gadget jumped down from the drake, beckoning me to do the same, as she strode over to a goblin standing on the edge of an overlook. Hello, Grimla, she said. Allow me to introduce my dear friend and associate, Cadfile, who will be attending me on the adventure we discussed. The goblin took my proffered hand and said, Grimla Fizzlecrank, and I hope you are as capable a healer as Gadget said, and are able to help my dear friend, Harleen. I looked at both Gadget and Grimla with concern. I am certainly capable, but how badly ill or injured is the patient? A significant glance passed between the two of them. Patience, plural, Gadget said, but you'll learn more when we get there. Grimla began to ask Gadget, you mean you didn't tell him? But Gadget interrupted her. Best he learn the facts directly, Grimla, and she took me by the elbow and led me back to the drake. I say, Gadget, this is beginning to worry me. How bad is this? I asked as we scrambled up onto the drake. Let's just say it will be a very unique experience for you, Gadget said. And once again, we were airborne on the swift drake, hurtling down into the green mountainous area southwest of Valdraken. We landed outside of a cave, outside of which were four enormous mechanical chickens. As soon as we landed, Gadget jumped down from the drake and eagerly strode towards one of the chickens. Ah, Cadfile, behold, the full-winged peccinator. Have you ever seen such mechanical magnificence? I stayed by the drake, unwilling to approach the creature. They look interesting, I said, a slight quaver of fear in my voice. Gadget heard my tone and looked back at me. Cadfile? Whatever is it? I sighed and said, Gadget, you know how I feel about chickens. Now, don't you think I should attend to the sick or injured you brought me here for? Gadget shook her head and laughed. Such a silly fear. But yes, let's get to the business at hand. Inside the nearby cave, we met Harleen Chirpsnide, a goblin and ornithologist for the Dragonscale expedition and Segalia, a majestic-looking Drakthir. After introductions all around, Harleen explained that she was there at the Blue Feather Cliffs to study the Blue Feather Rocks, but the area had been overrun by invasive harpies, who had come over from Kalimdor when the Isles had opened. The harpies were killing and injuring the rocks and ravaging their nests for eggs. This is all quite fascinating, but I failed to see how I can assist. Harleen looked at Gadget questioningly. Gadget cleared her throat and handed me an unusual-looking medical kit. My dear Cadfile, we need you to help heal the injured rocks so that they can defend themselves, their fledglings, and their nests. Well, frankly, I was shocked and a bit insulted. Heal injured birds? I exclaimed. Darn it, Gadget. I'm a healer, not a veterinarian. Gadget looked at me imploringly, and her large blue eyes melted both my heart and my resolve at the same time. I sighed, took the med kit, and said, Fine, let's get this done. 
Gadget and I successfully located eight injured rocks, and I attended to them, despite their disturbing similarity to chickens. Gadget stood guard, and the report of her boomstick giving evidence of her fighting off the rapacious harpies, who descended upon us at almost every turn. The mission complete, we returned to Harleen and Segalia. I handed Harleen the medkit and turned to Gadget, saying, Now, I would like to get back to real healing, so if you would kindly return me to the monastery, I would appreciate it. Gadget heard the clear annoyance in my voice, and she looked hurt. Catfile, how can you be so heartless? You did a kindness to those poor birds. But can't you see there's more to be done here? We can't just leave now. I rolled my eyes and heaved a sigh. Will it involve veterinary work again? Fortunately, it did not. Segalia asked us to retrieve the parts from a mechanical device known as the Feather Plucker 3300 that were lost when she was attacked by harpies in a cave complex to the south. And Harleen handed Gadget a device called Professor Chirpsnide's Auto Extra Collector. I stood by and listened in horror and disgust as Harleen explained to Gadget that her primary mission in the area was to collect stomach juices from scarabs that fed on the excrement of the blue feather rocks. Apparently, these juices enhanced the nitrogen-rich excrement to create a powerful, explosive compound. There was an almost manic glee in Harleen's eyes as she said, Bring this back full, and we can start the real fun. Explosions. As we trudged towards the cave complex, I muttered to myself, I should have known. Overhearing, Gadget replied, should have known what, dear fellow? I gave her a look and said, anything involving a goblin was eventually going to lead to explosives. Gadget laughed heartily and took off into a run towards the cave entrance, her pink hair bobbing and sparkling in the sunlight. When we entered the cave, we saw it was overrun by the scarabs we were looking for. Gadget handed me the auto extra collector. Here, she said, you take care of this while I look for the feather plucker parts. At this, I absolutely exploded with indignation. I say, Gadget, but this is simply too much. Not only did you bring me out here under false pretenses, but now you expect me to collect scarab poop? Gadget replied in an infuriatingly patient tone. Be reasonable, my dear Cadpile. You don't expect me to collect scarab poop, protect you from the harpies, and collect the parts all at the same time, do you? I gave her an icy look, turned on my heel, and began stomping scarabs and collecting the excrement as Gadget's boomstick devastated the harpies and she collected the feather plucker parts. We even confronted a particularly large harpy who we found out later was named Houthia Rock Muncher, and collected a scroll from her that would lead us into the next phase of this adventure. Upon returning the poop, parts, and scroll to Harleen and Segalia, we learned just how insidious the harpy's invasion actually was. They were enchanting the rock's eggs in such a way so that when the harpies ate them, they absorbed the rock's strength, 
making them an even greater threat. Not only did we need to stop this threat, but we needed to root out the matriarch of this brood and deal with her. What followed was a flurry of collecting eggs, staffs from the harpies, cores from nearby water elementals, and using the reassembled Feather Plucker 3300 to gather feathers from the hatchlings. As we were preparing for this adventure, I did overhear an interesting exchange between Segalia and Gadget as they worked on the Feather Plucker device. Segalia whispered to Gadget that Professor Chirpsnide felt that Segalia had a knack for gadgets, and she asked her whether she could have worked in a goblin city instead of being part of the Drakthir military. I heard a smile in Gadget's voice as she replied, The wonderful thing about this world, Segalia, is that you can be anything or anyone you wish to be. After collecting all that we had been assigned to collect, the final, and for me the most humiliating, phase of our adventure began. We met Harleen and Segalia at the mouth of the cave complex, where they revealed that we were to don disguises to infiltrate the kitchens, where the harpy's head cook, Chef Friere, cooks for the matriarch. There we would deliver a test version of an excrement-enhanced explosive egg that would disable the chef and leave us at liberty to cook up the final explosive egg to deal with the matriarch. As I stood there grumbling and looking perfectly ridiculous in my harpy disguise, Gadget said to me, Oh, stop making such a fuss, Cadfile. You look perfectly fine. I looked at Gadget and said, My dear Gadget, I would appreciate it greatly if we never spoke of this again. We were subjected to one more indignity before completing the mission. We had to ride a goblin rocket up to the Matriarch's cave, and even Gadget briefly balked at this. I say, Cadfile, that looks none too stable, wouldn't you say? I gave her a withering look and said, Gadget, so far today I have been tricked into performing veterinary work, had my life put at risk from harpies, collected poop from scarabs, and now am dressed as a harpy. As far as I'm concerned, if this rocket suffers a fatal mishap, it would not be the worst thing that has happened. But despite all the indignities, we successfully carried out the mission and returned to Harleen and Segalia via a much more enjoyable ride on a goblin glider. We found them down by the water below the cave complex, enjoying the view and fussing with another full-winged peccanator, which I gave an appropriately wide berth. They were both pleased with the outcome and expressed their hope that the brood of harpies would be easier to deal with now that their leadership had been eliminated. We were paid, rather modestly in my opinion, and they allowed us to keep our harpy disguises. Gadget covered her laughter at the expression on my face with a fit of throat clearing, thanked both Harleen and Segalia, and said to me, Well, Cadfile, what say we retire to the roasted ram in Valdraken for a fine meal? As we relaxed at a comfortable table in the Roasted Ram Inn, enjoying a couple of goblets of a fine azure lay wine, Gadget said to me, I hope you weren't too terribly put out by our adventure today, dear fellow. You did seem at times to be somewhat annoyed. 
I smiled gently at my dear friend and said, At times I certainly was, but I must admit, it was a bounder of an adventure. She laughed and said, Indeed it was, indeed it was. Now, shall we order some dinner? She perused the menu for a moment before waving over the waiter, who approached and said, How can I help you? Gadget replied, Would it be possible to order off-menu? The waiter said solicitously, What did you have in mind? Gadget glanced at me with a twinkle in her eye before looking back at the waiter and saying, My friend and I were thinking, Chicken might be nice. Thanks for listening to another installment of The Chronicles of Gadget and Catfile, sponsored by Utopia Sky. Utopia Sky, because the future is calling. The Chronicles of Gadget and Cadfile is a work of fan fiction based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used herein are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Hafel Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Report, or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.